0: Yeah, what's up? I'ma kick
1: it with you know. It's just, I kick it it's out of here? Uh, we'd like to say good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Church Information and Open Forum. My Marion Barnett, your host, each and every Saturday morning from seven to nine a.m. A lot of things going on. A lot of things to talk about. We are starting off on a. Good note this morning. It was such a beautiful day on Valentine's Day. Uh, Dallas Mayor Pro Tem, uh, or Mayor, whatever you want to call her, gave a, uh, 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 I don't know, was that a piece? Was that a, I know it was a party, it was some of everything there. And uh, Oak Cliff, on this past, uh, Valentine's Day. It was beautiful. It was wonderful. It was just fantastic. Yeah, I, I had no idea when I went that this place, that this celebration that they have would be anywhere close to what it was. It was a great event. Great event. Great job, uh, City Councilwoman Carolyn Arnold mayor pro tem of Dallas. Yeah, she explains she's the mayor whenever the mayor is out she steps in. boy boy she ought, she ought to be the mayor of Dallas she should be should be doing a great job doing a great job wonderful job wonderful 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 job. All right. But it's just so much to talk about. I have to move and move fast. And uh, the things that have gone on. Uh, uh, Nikki Haley, governor of South Carolina, is now running for president, she's announced. How sad, how bad can a candidate be for someone To say, uh, there's no racism in America. She's got to be out of her mind. She's got to be crazy. Something is wrong with her. To make a statement like this, we got clams, we got people shooting people, killing people, uh, all the police, white police going wild. We got some black ones that have gone wild, too. and uh, it, it's it, it's just it's just terrible I, just, I don't even think this woman can get it's going to be an up your fight to the bottom for her no nah, nobody that stupid could, could be the president of the United States then we also have the the uh, National Anthem let me go to that one the Black National Anthem that was saying just before the Super Bowl, lift every voice and sing. And you've had people so upset about the Black National Anthem being sung before the Super Bowl game. Do we live in two Americas? Do we? In many ways we do. In many ways. That was a big to-do, and it shouldn't have been, because it should have happened a long time ago, for two black quarterbacks to start the Super Bowl. As many great athletes as we've had. Great quarterbacks. Uh, That was the first time two of them ever started in the Super Bowl. That was a big deal. It's in, they're saying, well, why you play that black national anthem? Why is they lift every voice and sing? And not just, you know, our regular national anthem. Well, let me ask these people something who say this. You have no problem with these rascals running around with the Confederate battle flag all on them, or carrying the Confederate battle flags. Is there two Americas? Obviously so. Obviously so. And you don't mind them when they get so hyped up, then they want to sing Dixie. Yes, uh huh. Is there two Americas? Yes. Yes, we. It, it, but the only thing, black folks didn't split it. It wasn't split by black folks, split, split by white folks. These are the ones who are raising so much sand, so raising hell about that. And it's just that we just don't seem to be able to get rid of this snake called racism. Can't get rid of it. Can't get rid of it. Have to call it out like it is. Can't get rid of it. This is a sad situation. People to be that stupid. And if you listen to the third stanza stanza of our national anthem, you will find that it is very, very racist. Our national anthem I mean y'all's national anthem Amen It's very racist Some of you don't even know it Most of you probably don't even know it You'd never call another song racist If you listen to the third standards of What Francis Scott Key wrote And he called that just, if, we, if we ever just was to wake up and, and, and learn, learn the history of this nation, most of you would shut up because you'd be so ashamed to open your mouth against anybody. That's why you don't want the critical race theory taught. That's why you don't want the history of America taught. Because you are ashamed of what your forefathers taught. Dead. So much going on. 972 647 1893 is the number to call. It's the number to call. Uh, Bring him
2: up. uh, Bring me a call up. Who do we have this morning? All right. Good morning. Uh, We have Lee on uh, line one. Lee? Lee. Lee. All right. Good morning, Lee. Good
1: morning, Reb. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fine. And yourself?
3: I'm doing fine. Uh, you, you, but the Republicans themselves, they don't even have to take, your head, but take care of themselves. Uh, <sighs> they've already started Carl I've already started attacking, attacking her. Marjorie Taylor Greene called a George Bush in heel. And Coulter say she needs to go back to her own country called a Fimbo. So. That take care she gonna get educated. She gonna get a real education. Mm-hmm. From her own from the own from her own people. The, 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 the well, to... well see, they they
1: they are ashamed of her. They're ashamed of her. They are ashamed, are they are ashamed of her. Are you... See, they they're just as racist and bigoted as she is, but they don't like no. to come out and just open up and expose it. What? And she what? she's exposing what the Republican Party is all about.
3: Yes. Yeah. Mm. -hmm. That's
1: all right. Use you and spit you out, and
3: then when you try to step outside of what they want the the role they want you to play, Mm -hmm. they gonna
4: show you who they really are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yes.
3: Did
1: you Did you hear that speech she gave? Yeah, I heard. (laughs) it could you believe your ears? Oh, yes. Yeah, you ain't think your ears were lying to you. This can't be her talking.
3: I've said that all along. How can she tell what she's done in South Carolina? That's where the nine, or 11 folks got killed in the church,
4: mm-hmm. where the
3: young man got shot, running mm-hmm. away from the police. Mm-hmm. And then you just thought and thought you did something because you removed the rebel flag. from...
1: Well, the- now she really know, she didn't want to remove those flags. She had them no. removed it. No, she
3: didn't.
1: And you remember that, that was a that was a female that ran after that pole. And um, pull that flag down. Yes. She she didn't want it to come down.
3: No. Mm hmm. But everything about you, you conform. You you that which which is her prerogative. This is the freedom of religion, but. You no longer practice your 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 parents' religion. You conformed and moved to your husband's religion. Mm-hmm. Nothing about you. Her name is really not even Nikki. It's Nimrodha.
1: Yes, that's right. That's not her name.
3: Everything about her. That's mm-hmm. not
1: her name. hmm No. Not her name. Well, she, I guess she figure if she can make enough people believe she's a white woman, she's a... What? she might have won something you know she won the state and statewide in South Carolina It may not be much to brag about but but she's doing these things and really and she 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 even dumped Trump uh, right. to make the speech
3: yeah.
1: she used to yeah. be so in Trump's, uh, uh she worshipped Donald Trump
3: oh yeah yeah. Oh yeah. He was he was her UN ambassador. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, he was his new he UN ambassador. ambassador. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: But you just wait. He ain't faced the attacks. Wait till he come out and what he gonna
3: say. That's that's the one that's gonna be funny. Yeah. That's the one that's gonna.
1: Be funny. I I want to see her first debate. i want to see how she's gonna hold up against a in a debate with other Republicans. I want. I love to see that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, this is what they, here's what they think about you. Now, you would think she'd have learned from all the others that he chewed up and spit out and that the party chewed up and spit out. Michael Steele, Armstrong Williams, and mm-hmm. all the others. Awesome. you think think she would have learned, but no, he didn't. So mm-hmm. he's going to get an education. he going to get a real education.
1: What was that clown's name from Georgia? He ran for president.
3: Oh, uh... You you
1: remember who I'm talking about? He's a black man from Georgia.
3: No,
1: I don't remember. He ran for president. Oh, it it, See, I'm getting old. It it, Don't worry, it'll come to me. It'll come to me. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he... They chewed him up and spit him out, too. You're not talking about the pizza
3: man, are you? Uh, yeah, he owned he a
1: pizza. He owned a pizza parlor.
3: Yeah, you talking about in uh, Atlanta? The one, the one, that died, in or uh, after that, after that, uh, round day in Oklahoma.
1: Uh, well, he died of COVID. Yeah, that's why. Uh, whew, I can
3: see his face. I can't. Comment. I'm looking. I'm
1: looking at him right now. Herman Cain. I, What?
5: Uh, Herman Cain.
1: Herman Cain.
5: Herman Cain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Herman Cain. yeah. Yes. Yeah, You think he would have? He would have learned. He would have learned
3: from that.
1: Yeah, the way they treated him, and he had de- degraded himself, his own people, and all of this, and they, right. they, they, spit him out. They kind of, they even walked on him after they spit him out. <laughs> he, he was so true. Yeah. Take your thought,
3: Steve Harvey. The you think he would have learned from all of these people who they chewed up and spit out? Huh? Yeah. Nope. Uh-uh.
1: Hmm. Well, they got another one. They' gonna, they're gonna teach you a lesson. Oh yes, right. oh yes, yes. Dad, teaching you—you've been a right winger in the wrong way. You're exposing us, and they get—they right. get angry about that. <laughs> That's
3: right. Yeah,
1: they angry and about
3: that. that these two, these two African American men lived up to billing. On prime time, on the highest stage of the NFL, all yeah. of them performed magnificently, lived up to billing, and they just could not handle
4: it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Nope. Not- Matter of fact, one of them say the only thing good about the game was the national anthem.
1: After that, everything else was terrible. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, the, the country and western singer got up there. He sung it in country and western side. They, they like that. But everything else, you know, no, they despised everything else. All righty, thank you for your call. That clears the line
2: 972-647-1893. Who do we have, Pierre? Uh, Red Ghost is on 92. 2. Red Ghost? All right. Good morning, Red Ghost. Good
6: morning, Captain, everybody that's uh, listening to you today. Yeah, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, Halloween. I mean, uh, not Halloween celebration, but a, but a, a Valentine celebration. And got to give good, 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 good credit to the beautiful lady that also decorated that, and she was from Eloise Lundy Recreation.
1: All right, call call her name.
6: Her name is Phyllis. Her name is Phyllis Lee.
1: Phyllis uh, Lee.
6: Uh, Phyllis Lee. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah, a, she did a fantastic job.
6: She did a. It was job
1: beautiful. That place. Sure, yeah, I sir, I, sir. I I've been I had been in that once, but and forgot about it. But it sure didn't look like that.
6: <laughs> oh no. Oh. Think, uh, uh, we are we are having our Black History program down at Eloise Lunday between ten and 12, uh, 10 and one o'clock on the twenty third. And we're inviting everybody that came from out of the bottom. That, that 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 was one of the only place that people, black folks, could live. They mm-hmm. came to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, and and uh, and we will have a, a like an African attire. And I invite, I like to invite you and your lovely wife mm-hmm. to come down and sit amongst some of the first people's families. These are the first people's families that got the DNA that's on that Trinity River mm-hmm. bottom part over there. And come look at the neighborhood. And see some of the history that is being wiped out amongst the new houses that's down there and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, overall, Rem Burnett, mm-hmm. uh, we got a left hand and a right hand, and this left hand is in this politics that's going on. Mm-hmm. They're stirring the pot as evil, as unhuman, and that's what that's what Dallas. I mean, that's what this world is going to. Yeah. We need to get out and vote and change this. And, and don't let just <coughs> bad people continue to just raise the fire yeah. up under good people. Yeah. And that's what's happening. And my mom-
1: You're mom, right, mom. You, you, you're you right on it. Now you-, you, and,
6: you hey, My mom's beauty shop is gone now, and uh, in the house also, up on the property. But uh-huh. uh, my mom and them in that beauty shop, they always said, you know, you can be a good black person, but if you got a white brain,
1: you ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing, for us. Well, they call that an Oreo cookie. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's an Oreo cookie. Uh-huh. Well,
6: hey, you know what it is, what it is. But it's peace and love in all of us, mm-hmm. and people, black, white, all colors, you know, bring that love out, and we can defeat the others that just got hate in their heart. That's you know, right.
1: We can do that. That's right. So, but see, I don't know. It just seems like it's so... It's it's growing. I don't know. It's, yeah, they're yeah. still there. We, we can't let our guard down. Let me put it like this: gotta keep yeah, our your guard China,
6: up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. your China's sending these balloons over, guess what they put on us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know In our neighborhood. Oh man, I've gone.
1: Past, I've gone. I've gone past my break time. Oh. Okay. Thank right. you. And thank you for your call and coming. All righty. We be me 972-647-1893 is the number to reach me. We'll be right back and we still in the midst of our pledge drive. You can call your tax deductible pledges in 972-647-1893. Be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's- I'm gonna keep it with the All right,
0: we're
1: back. We're back. We're rolling. 972-647. 1893 is the number to call. Let me see. Give some people that we saw this past Tuesday at the big gala affair that uh, uh, Miss Joan, Miss hmm. Arnold, yes, Miss Carolyn Arnold put on. It was fantastic. Uh, I'd like to say give a shout-out to uh, Miss Green, uh, Regine Green. Good morning, good morning, good morning to you. Thank you. you see your smiling face now. You, so many nice people were there. So many. I got others' names here. I gotta pull them out of my my pocket. I got got this thing, this jacket on over my pocket. But we want you to call us. Make your pledges. We have got to get some pledges in here this morning. 972-647-1893 is the number. You can make your tax-deductible pledge. That is the number. 972-647-1893. All righty. That was, who was this other one I had? Uh, Miss Jeanette Sees. Well, Miss Jeanette, uh, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. That's the number to call. That's the number to give us a call. We, all right. Yep. I must have said something bad when I said please. They they went blank. <laughs> now, you can call me and talk to me. You can call me and talk to me on that same number. Yeah, call and talk to me on that same number. There you go. You like those lines up. There you are. Mm-hmm. It's not for just for our pledging. It is swap. You can pledge with it. Oh, yes. You can do that. But also, you can talk. Oh yes, We'd love to hear you talk to us. They're ringing now. They're ringing now. You can talk to us. Yes. Oh yes, y'all lighting them all. Light them all. Just light them all up. There you go. Mm hmm. Yes. Make those places. Make those places. Oh, anything I've commented on this morning. Anything I throw out there, Nikki Haley. Uh this. A national Anthem, Black National Anthem. Many whites all across the nation is calling them. They are very mad, angry about them. Miss Ralph, Sharon Ralph, singing, lift every voice and sing. Yes, so they're upset about certain things. alright six
2: four seven one eight zero. All right, bring me a call. some calls on... Uh, All right, we have uh, Joe on uh, line uh, one. Joe? Yes. All righty. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Yeah, this, I'm sorry, this is Joe Tate. I'm getting a, uh, an echo something uh, on the phone. But yes, good morning, this is Joe Tate. I was wanting
1: to
6: call in and tell to a, uh, uh, pastor. Why not, my friend? And... And,
1: uh, yes. and I'm supposed to support the fundraiser. Mhm.
6: Yeah. Good hearing from you, Joe. What's on your mind? Oh uh, well, I was just calling. I want to support the uh, fundraiser, and, and <clears throat> I have been disconnected from you for for far too long. Here was over some months, and
1: yeah, uh, it's been uh, a while since I've seen you. you. Yeah, it's
6: been a while. Yes, sir. Mhm. Yes. Yeah.
1: All right, and you uh, you making your pledge? All right, yes, sir. I'd like to like the pledge. Yes, I tell you what, I uh, put him back on hold. He's uh, make, he's gonna make his pledge, he's gonna, and we certainly appreciate it. We certainly appreciate you, Joe. Yes, all right. I guess uh, the other one was pledge. They call. Well, uh, I can't complain and they'd rather pay their money than talk to me so I, I really won't complain about it i I love to talk to you but we need money to keep me talking yeah we have to have money to keep me talking so yeah they're lighting the lines up. the lines are lighted. alright 972-647-1893 is that number to call Those of you who wanna make that pledge, 972-647-1893. Yes, come on, make that, make that call, make that call. Yes. 972-647-1893. Fill them all. Fill up the last one now. Got one more left. Got one more left. Come on. Fill that one up. Yes. 972-647-1893. 972-647-1893. Yes. Yes, that's nice. Na- yeah. Y'all y'all looking good this morning. Certainly looking good. Looking beautiful. That's a beautiful thing when those lines start flashing. Yes. Beautiful. 972-647-1893. I, I'm going to go with you. You call and want to pledge, I'm going to keep that number out there for you to make your tax-deductible pledge. 972-647-1893. Keep that going, keep that going, keep that going. And if you want to talk to her, let them know. that you want to speak on the air, just let them know. If you want to speak on the air, 972-647-1893.
2: All right, somebody, you got someone to speak? All right, bring them on. Okay, so we have a Charles on the line two. Charles. Three. Okay, he's in. Charles. Charles. All righty. Good morning, Charles. Hello.
5: I've been waiting all week to talk to you and call into the listener.
1: All right, okay.
5: What? Go right ahead. What?
1: What year are we living in? What year are we living in? Yes, sir. Well, they said 2023.
5: You sure it's not 1923?
1: Uh, It could be 1823. (laughs) want to go on how how, how things are being done? Well, hold on. The action
5: of our governor tells me that we're living in 1923 and not twenty twenty three. Man, we had we had people to fight for everything that he's ready to get rid of. Mm-hmm. We've had our ancestors to fight for everything that we get these they want to get rid of that's gonna help minorities. Man, come on, we are this is crazy. What can we do to stop him? What can we do to drive him away?
1: Well we let me explain people. something. Let me explain something. Sometimes God gets in things. We've got too many people especially young people, saying, oh, I don't need to vote for them, don't need that, They ain't, ain't nothing changed. No. God will take us back through from whence we came just to teach us a, a lesson that there are some things that have changed and there are some things that have changed so much that they want to reverse the, that change. And this is what's happening now. Your governor, who's a bigoted racist, it wants to make changes. He don't like the way this thing is going. He don't like to see people of color progress, especially black people. So this is what's happening. Now, if we don't go and get up, and how should he, that attorney general, that attorney general, what, the fence is jumping on him now. How in the world can he do all, commit all these crimes and and? And be accused of everything you can think of, and still win. But what 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 really uh, uh, promotes him is bigotry and racism. Well, I
5: what that one one other thing. I, what about? Do we have anyone in Austin going to speak up against this guy? Is everybody in his back pocket? Is everybody afraid of him? We've got people who've been in Austin for thirty years who look like me, my skin color, they're not saying anything against this guy at all. There was one guy who spoke out. But what about the guys who represent
1: this area up here? Well, everybody you got in office, we sent them down there. Everybody in office, uh, every black person in there, black people sent them down there.
5: Nobody speaking up against this guy. Come they
1: have up. never spoke up. And they wasn't speaking up then. But they, they definitely got the black vote.
5: But when he, this guy here, this governor, goes over to the potter's house a few months ago before the election to mm-hmm. speak. Who would invite this guy into their home? I would never invite this guy into my home, man. This guy's a bigot. So well, I, this was
1: but but what you got happening is he was invited in. If you go on and invite a a rattlesnake into your house and open the door for him, I'm sure he'll come he'll come right on in. This
5: but look
1: at all the people that go to church there. Oh God, they should be ashamed of themselves.
5: They should be absolutely ashamed of themselves. You know, I just you just invite this guy in. They bought they invite the devil in.
1: Well, they did, and these are the people, some of the many of the people that voted for him, they showed it was cheering him when he came on. Can you imagine that?
5: <laughs> no, sir, I cannot. Absolutely not. I was never. What he did to the Haitians <sighs> at the border, they should not have even thought about bringing this guy in. Never, <laughs> ever.
1: Yeah, well. I agree with you. They should have been taken out and maybe somebody taken out and shot for even thinking about it. It's, it's just that terrible.
5: But, absolutely terrible. If everybody gets to walk across the real Grand River but into one of those dark skin colors. If you go to the part of the house, if we, we've all voted for that guy uh, West down there, we all should be ashamed of ourselves. Man, we should be ashamed of ourselves. If you've been in the office for 25, 30 years, you should have enough power to speak up against the governor. And this guy, really? boy, he's nothing but He's nothing but trying to lose five pounds. He's trying to lose weight. He ain't caring about the people of southern Dallas County. He's just caring about losing five pounds. He, we are, this is, it, but anyway, I waited all week long to call you. And I would mm-hmm. appreciate to
1: have the opportunity to speak out. It's ridiculous. Well, it, that it is. That it is. It's, and I'm glad your eyes are open. And keep on working. Maybe you can open up some more people's eyes to what's going on, and they maybe begin to think about what they're doing to themselves.
5: Well, I remember I, I've been in. What's on those applications? You know affirmative action, those type of things right there. Everybody needs those. If you don't think that you need those, take it off and watch your grandkids benefit. Watch your great great kids benefit. They're not gonna benefit. They don't you can't you don't have a you don't have a clue that you would not get in the door. Yeah. You would not get in the door without a a stepping hand. They would not let you in the door. They're gonna hire people who look like them. Yeah. They don't want to mess your people come on. Wake
1: up people. Come on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. all right. Anyway, thank you thank you All right, thank you. That clears the line. 972-647-1893 972 647 1893. Come on now. Come on as we as we go through this. Uh, this is uh, the time of month when those lines light but they're not for talk a lot of times for you doing such a nice job of uh, supporting our show We, we really appreciate that but I have to be honest I love to talk to you I love to hear what you got to say I love to let other people's hear what you have to say and that's just just the way it is 972 647 1893 is that number to call we have a terrible terrible governor of Texas we ought to be ashamed of ourselves you know I really thought Republicans had some class about them. I know they were the best. At, all of them shield what they really are. All of them put up a front. But this, this clown don't even put up a front. He just do everything. He's so far gone, he doesn't, he doesn't realize how deeply rooted in racism he is. It's a sad situation. It's a sad situation. He knows he's doing things, but he doesn't know the effect because the people that should be voting against him don't in mass numbers. We don't. We, we won't go to the polls. And these children, these young folk, going to learn the hard way on how things was-was in Texas. I mean, the hard way. You'll say one thing, don't know what you're talking about, think you're saying something cute, but he's going to show you what's really cute. He's going to show you what cuteness is. Do I have anybody that's... Want to talk? Yeah, thank God for the pledging. Any anybody, anybody want to talk? Yes. Yeah. Put, uh, them, put them on there. Uh, Robert and line one. Robert wants to talk. All right. Good. Good morning, Robert.
3: Good morning, Reverend Doctor. I've pledged and I've already received my red hoodie with K N O N on it. And- All right. Nice. Yeah. I mean, isn't I mean, that hoodie you nice? Know, I played, uh, I think, you last week, week from last, and it came so quick. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it is nice. It's not the cheap hoodie. It is a real nice red hoodie, and I've already put it on.
1: All right.
6: All right. And, and, you know, and, you know, Ralph, what you've been doing for over 30 years on this radio program, I mean, you have saved so many people and made people aware
3: of what's happening. You know, that's what's so powerful, the awareness that you have made people understand that, hey, you got problems, you got issues, you're dealing with racism,
1: well, you know, lack of opportunities. You uh, start. I remember when uh, the only business you had was there at Harwood and Grand at that time, and uh, you would hang those signs on your fish where you were selling your cars, and uh, you were really putting your neck out, of, out there on the line because the biggest banks in Dallas, you were really blowing the whistle on them by and, and, and,
6: and their
1: lending practices I, to African Americans.
6: Yeah. Right. I made people take money out of their banks and I beat
4: them.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: You know, but see, our community is this, this, this weak where we don't stand up. You know, much like a series. Channel 8. I mean, they prosecuted these banks not living in southern Dallas. Mm-hmm. We were the jury. We did nothing. We, we did not protest. We just accepted the condition. But Channel 8 let everybody know that these people are not going loan money to mm-hmm. blacks in southern Dallas. You know, and that's about the economic embargo, just like the economic embargo
5: against these
1: other countries. Mm-hmm. that America put on other. Well, countries
5: it's the embargo against, against our, our, our community. Against us, and we accepted it. You know, even just if you just look at gasoline price.
1: Robert, uh, we're gonna put. I'm gonna put you on hold because I've run past my okay. break time. Uh, put him on hold, and we'll come back to Robert. All right, right. We'll be right back.
0: Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna it going, all
1: right we're back and on the line we have Mr Robert Petrie uh Robert you there
3: Yes, I am
1: all right
3: also, also I'd like to say the 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 power structure and the, the previous administration said that we would they would not put or
6: in the UNT Skyline, Skyline Ranch area. Yeah. Now, Reverend, if you go down University Hills, you see heavy equipment digging trenches, put sewer in. This is something that I fought for. Everybody yes, you did. gets sewer and water right now around UNT. And, uh, you know mm-hmm. that was a fight. You know, and uh, it's it, right now. It took
1: a long time, though. Yeah. Now, wouldn't it been easier had they done the right thing when they were right. really uh, building, developing that area out there? They could have. Oh. They knew they were going to eventually we have to have sewage been. lines and different things out there. I mean, why? Why didn't they just do it? They, when it comes to our community, it seems like they just can't do right.
6: Well, see the the you know the 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 acreage, the land is is, is fabulous. You see, you can't develop without infrastructure, mm-hmm. and in the, in the Dallas
3: administration knew that, and they were saving all that land for the white developers. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when they run into me, they run into me. I was their curse. Mm-hmm. I was their curse. Yeah, because when they realized that I own majority of that land, it it it. it they had to... You know, I wasn't
1: going to give up, I was. You wasn't going to let yours go for pennies. That's what they wanted. Yeah. They want a few pennies out there and y'all take off and take off running thinking you got something.
6: Yeah. yeah. You, you know, uh, uh, they were telling me about a meeting that the power structure had and what they were going to do. They were going to in the 2012 bond program, they were going to put $50 million and buy everybody out. Mm-hmm. And at that meeting, one of the guys that, that, that on the power structure that works for the studio Dallas told me I got one problem. Mm-hmm. He said, what, what's the problem? And, uh said, Robert Petrie, on the majority of that land, Say said, that's the first time he ever heard nothing but Cuff. He said,
5: God
4: damn.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> no, Reb, you know, I come out of the project, Reb, we ain't, we, we ain't laid down for nothing. Nope.
1: No, not not down there in Beaumont.
3: If we
6: stand up not right? If we stand up now, and reverend I'm in Beaumont today, right now talking to you. I'm in my hometown today talking to you. Is that right? You know, right. Mm-hmm. And Rev, you know, uh, I've and in, in, you know, I bought land in Beaumont. I even have some, some land across the street from Mobile Law Refinery, Is that right? So I bought it at I bought it at a deal. mm mm-hmm. uh, But. I bought land in Beaumont. My grandfather told me when I was 14 years old, buy land because God's not making any more.
3: Yeah, that's right. It was a sacrifice. I've been on hardwood 45 years. A lot of people that was being successful at the time
6: was, was going to Plano and Cedar Hill and
3: Duncanville. I say right there in South Dallas. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's been a blessing. You know, yeah, and the opportunities that I've been able to do, just like the Dallas Auto Auction when they were in 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 in, in 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 Grand Prairie, I went to them and told them, y'all need to move that auction to to
6: Southern Dallas. Y'all need to move it to Southern Dallas. They asked me why. I said because you 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 when you when it rains hard it floods, your car flood out. Mhm. Police write tickets every every Wednesday, and I told them where to put it right there, Duncanville Road and Keith. And you know, you know how much that grows right now? I'm Five point four billion dollars a year. They bring 135 million dollars to the Dallas economy, and they have 500 jobs here. All right. And, and, and you know, so if you stand up and fight for change, change could could, could happen. But if you don't stand up, and we don't stand up, but, you know, the majority of blacks don't stand up. Mm-hmm. They're taking South Dallas right now. gentrification. They got a deal called opportunity zone if you if you had a capital gains, you come by land in in, in southern Dallas and you don't have to pay the, the money to the internal revenue service that's mm-hmm. white people is' the ones that have a capital gain. We not having capital gain uh-huh. and and we lose
3: it every day every day in a well
1: now, down there where your 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 business is. Is it... Is, where you are, are they calling that? To, what is this? The Cedars? They didn't ch- change the name of South Cedars, Dallas? Cedars.
3: Cedars, Cedars. And, and, the uh, Cedars. You see all the big... You see all them apartments. And
6: right now, at and, and, and the rent in Harwood. there's a big service station, a uh, convenience store that they're putting in right there. Oh, they are? Oh, yeah. I mean, apartments all around City Park. I mean... They are not coming. They already here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they here. They're not coming. They here. You know. And we ain't we can't go to we can't go to chase a black America borrow no money to try to save the land. And, and, and but you don't see no protests and no picket five because oh. of these banks that all they doing is, is, is taking deposits and cash and checks.
1: How hard and you about. think it would be in twenty twenty three for us to open a black bank. Open up a bank and do business with everybody, including us.
3: Right, it would take, you know, probably a few years. But you could you could in thirty
6: days you could start protesting and making them banks that's there already there lend money. See we ain't yeah. protesting nothing and we ain't getting no money. Economically, real well, we're not in the game economically.
1: Mm-mm. No, we we we're not on the, we're not even on the start line. We're not even on the track uh, when it comes to money. Right.
3: right? No, that's right. You know, and I'll tell you how how the system is real.
6: Now, I've been on that call for 45 years. I started with three hundred dollars.
3: I bought a car, two hundred seventy-two dollars at twenty-eight dollars operating capital.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Now, look what my business has become. Yeah, I beat. I beat that system. You know, it's, it's kind of like they started on the on the sixty yard line. We run a hundred yard. <laughs> I start on the one yard line, and I beat them. And you know, it's times where they tell me we got to start
6: all over. Something happened. You didn't. You didn't do that right. Yeah. You start all over. And I beat them again. Yeah. You know. So, mm-hmm. but we can do it. We got to. We got to create opportunities for our children and grandchildren mm-hmm. right now.
1: That's right. Else they're going to even be farther behind. All right. That's right. Okay.
3: I thank, thank you for you your call. You've been, you've been great for this community, and, 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 and everybody don't know what your show has been able to do for this city as a whole. Oh, I mean, thank you, in Robert. Trouble, but you've done thank great you. for us, Rev. and I thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Robert. All right. They close the line. Nine seven
2: two six four seven one eight nine three. Who do we have? Uh, Pierre. So we have Malcolm Robinson. Malcolm. Uh, yes. The barrister is the barrister, there. Barrister. Yes. And nine two. All righty.
1: Well, we we can start him all the lines. are yeah. Fill up. Let's let's start with the barrister now, cause I I did him wrong last week. He hadn't complained. He's been came with it, <laughs> but we didn't talk about. It law, uh, and things that's gonna, uh, that people want to talk about that will advance people. Uh, Barrister, are you there? Uh, good morning, uh, Reverend Barnett. How
6: are you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, let, me, uh, let me start out by saying that I appreciate the opportunity to participate oh, on, yes. your, on your show periodically. Yes. And hopefully, we bring information uh, to to people that they can benefit from uh, regarding their wealth mm-hmm. situation. And yeah. I also want to thank uh, uh, the mayor pro Kim for inviting me to participate. On uh, Tuesday, I was unable to do that. Oh,
1: you should have been there. But she, she. You missed it. Out. You missed it. You missed it. Oh. All right. It was nice, man. I, I, I had no idea it was going to be that nice. Man, I had no I, idea.
6: I, I kind of had an idea because the amount of work that they were putting on it, <clears throat> and she assigned a person mm. to me to try to work out the logistics for me to be there to participate. I was unable to do that. Mm-hmm. But they did a, a yeoman's effort in trying to do that. Oh, yes. I'm sure that it went fine.
1: Oh, yes. Well, we, we, we got people that uh, don't know and getting getting out. shared a lot of people there. There was a lot of people there. Oh, okay. Yes, and bad as my thigh was hurting, I, somebody held me up and I got there late. <clears throat> <laughs> but, but anyway, I had to walk that long way. My thighs were show you know, I'd right that show <laughs> I'm trying to get in there but uh, it was well worth it she did a phenomenal job a phenomenal job alright I tell you what bring a call home for the
2: barrister right now let's bring yep. bring somebody to talk so we have Imani on line 4 Imani Imani yeah alrighty uh, good morning Imani
7: Good morning, Pastor.
1: How you doing? Man, how are you this morning?
7: Well, I got up and going to get ready to celebrate my birthday party. Yeah, that was <laughs> uh, what is it, February sixteenth?
1: Uh, yes, sir. But they threw
7: me a party at the American <clears throat> Legion and uh, the BFW <clears throat> Hall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to tell the uh, the barrister and Robert, thank you, and the barrister and and the city council mayor. Uh, mm-hmm. Councilman um, uh, Arnold, yeah. this is happening and we at Powernomics, uh, I'm going to say this real quick, I know the time. White man's heaven, black man's hell. I want you to remember that. But I want to thank Robert, because Robert, you own it, man. And it's all about the money Well, I'm saying money for people that don't understand what land is resources and labor, uh-huh. L-R-T. Land is what America was built on, resources is what it came to get, and labor is who we are, they never was paid. So it's just as simple as that. I want to thank them from the power nanas, the DFW corporation, under the, the Dr. Cloud Anderson and Dr. Boris Watkins, and a lot of us, a lot of us, thousands and millions of us. I think I want to say thank you guys waking these people up and realize conserve, the root word of conserve means keep. a conservative, the root word means keep for yourself. That's what the the governor down there trying to do is conserve. And I don't blame him because if I stole it all, I wouldn't want to share it with anybody either. So we just want to thank you from the Power Noms Corporation and the DFW Bank Thank you Pastor for putting up with us all these years. And, I, and thank you, Robert, and thank you, the Barrister, because you own it.
1: And for once in our lives, I think we got enough pain in it's time for us to come together. Thank you so much. All right, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, barrister, it's just so many ways, so many things have happened. I've learned so much from you, because my, my, my thinking was like most people, we did not understand the law when it comes who a will all wills uh, if it's going to be effective you can, when a person pass and there's will involved what would be the next step from that
6: well let me say this <coughs> excuse me uh we all mourn and are sad on the death of a loved one. Mm -hmm. And what we are trying to do is to alert a person not only to understand the death of a loved one and to uh, celebrate that aspect of it, but also to indicate to to your audience that they have to be prepared for that like anything else in life. And so what we try to focus on is in terms of developing wealth. And wealth is developed through life and also (coughs) is developed through death. Mm -hmm. And when a person dies, they have assets that they have accumulated Mm -hmm. because they worked hard during their life. And the question becomes, what happens to those assets upon their death? And that's what we try to focus on, and we have been focused on through your program to try to alert the audience. Let me say this, if I could, Reverend Barnett. Mm-hmm. This, today is uh, February the... What is the... <laughs>
1: Don't ask me, man. Uh, I... I guess I didn't know if we had we haven't gone to the March yet <laughs> I don't know. I, I think it's the eighteenth, if I'm not
6: mistaken. Yeah. I think it's 18th. Yeah, 18th. February eighteenth. 18th. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh. The thing is what we want everyone to do is to take inventory of your
3: assets that you have. and mm-hmm. And one way to
6: take inventory of your assets is to is to take inventory of your legal interest and ownership in your land. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure I would hope that you paid your property taxes that were mm-hmm. due on the 31st of January. Mm-hmm. But when, that, when that time comes, that's when you need to check the current copy of the deed that's on file. Mm-hmm. And you go to the clerk's office and you get a copy, a current copy of the deed that's on file to your land mm-hmm. and see whose name is on it. And, and now is the time to pay close attention to that. Now is the time to, to consult with an attorney regarding <clears throat> uh, your land, mm-hmm. the deed that's on record, that's been recorded, to see if your name is on the deed, and understand the difference between paying property taxes and the deed of record. And, mm-hmm. it, and if some changes need to be made, you want to you want to consult with an attorney uh, that's licensed to practice in the area uh, where your land is located. Mm-hmm. You make sure that you you get a current copy of the deed of record that's in the.
1: Uh be the records office in the county where the land is located. Okay. So uh uh Barrister, I'm I've gone past uh my time is past eight o'clock. Just hang on there. We got we are back we'll uh take a short break and y'all can reach me at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We're in the middle of a pledge ride, but you can get call me and talk to me at that same number. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up?
0: You know. Alright,
1: we're back And we ready for our number two Of church information and in open forum uh, I'd like to also invite you To worship with Heavenly Joy Church Tomorrow morning We're streaming online Facebook, Marion Barnett Sr Marion Barnett Sr And uh, you can reach us there At 9.30 tomorrow morning We'd love to have you with Worship with us Come worship with us. We'd love to have you. All righty, but barrister, uh, it's some things uh, we were talking about. But it's something I really want to know. I've uh, I've heard about it and talked about it. And could it happen? What is squatters' rights?
6: Say that again.
1: Squatters' rights.
6: Squatters' right. Yeah. Well, that yeah, really. There's no, I don't, I don't think there's any language in the law about squatters' rights. There is language in the law about adverse possession. But that's not yeah. based upon rights. That's not a right. right under the law. as mm-hmm. I understand. So, if anybody comes up and says they have squatters' rights, uh, they are in error. They need to consult with an attorney.
1: So they don't have squatters, right? Well, say I go live in a house 25, 30 years, and uh, nobody challenged me, nothing like that, then, uh, well, hey, I mean, as long as I'm going to claim this house, I can't do that, right?
6: No. What happens is that's that's where the situation of adverse possession comes in. And people think that that somehow that's a right. It's not a right. Adverse possession is is codified in the law. It's really a statute of limitations mm-hmm. that is uh, imposed on the owner of the property. As an owner of real property, a person has an obligation to take care of their property and to protect their interests and they're right in the property. Mm-hmm. And so if someone, a trespasser, comes onto your property and <laughs> sets up a house on your property without authorization mm-hmm. or any legal, legal right, then what you have to do is take the necessary action to have them removed mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. And that's just based upon the right of an owner to protect their property oversee their property Mm -hmm. if you don't take those necessary actions and they sit there they can acquire interest in your property by what is called adverse possession Mm -hmm. that's not squatter's right and there's no such thing as (coughs) right of (laughs) trespass.
1: I was reading I'm sorry I was reading uh that it says California has a law like that and if a person can stay in a place on a property for 10 years, they can claim possession.
6: That, that that uh, uh, again, uh, you said California, you know I'm not the mm-hmm. licensed there, but that is that appears to be a form of adverse possession. If you stay on a property for a period of time and the owner doesn't take any action to protect his or her property, then the law allows adverse possession to take in, and the person who is the trespasser begins to acquire certain legal uh, position within the law. That's called adverse possession. But I don't want to say that is right, because it's not a right. Okay. Adverse possession. Adverse,
1: adverse possession.
6: Adverse possession. That's the way we have to say it.
4: Mm-hmm. And that's
6: that's within the law uh, actually that the law takes against the, the owner of the property. Uh, that the, because the owner has neglected the property and, and allowed certain things to occur, the owner starts to lose their legal interest <clears throat> in, the, in the property. So if you have, if you have land down in East Texas somewhere in whatever county it is, you need to go and, and take a look at that land. You need to uh, make sure you have a current copy of the deed record on to that land. And if someone is down on your land grazing their cattle or they're down there cutting down timber, then you need to take the necessary action to protect your land and your rights. And if mm-hmm. you do not do that, and they continue to act that way over a period of time, mm-hmm. then you begin to lose the effect of your title.
1: In your interest by adverse possession so well, would we, well, those people be able to stay there or, uh, uh, can they, they get them a lawyer and fight you uh for somebody uh coming and building something and just moving in on your land you saying the person who
6: trespasses on your land can they get a lawyer yeah Is that what you're saying? mm-hmm well Well, yeah, they can get a lawyer. Uh, If the period of time has transpired with no action from you as the owner, then adverse possession comes in to bar you from taking certain action. As a result of the bar against you and your legal title and interest, the trespasser or the adverse possessor begins to acquire certain legal
1: interest in the land but it's not right it's adverse possession against the true owner well i said they build a nice home on your land and you didn't do anything you saw that home being built and everything you saw them going there but after it's building up uh what happens if you go to the court and says they built on my land and I want them all? What would the court do? What well, you do you
6: think? If, if the, the statutory time has expired, the court w- could tell the true owner that the statutory time has expired and you didn't take any action. And now... You may be barred from taking certain action to evict the person who's sit, been sitting on your land for the past years, mm-hmm. and 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 they have begun to acquire interest by adverse possession. So then you are you are you are in litigation against that person to try to overcome the statutory of limitations, which is the adverse possession, mm-hmm. starting your ability to uh a legal challenge against the trespasser. Now let me just say this mm-hmm. and it's very, very important. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there who feel they have an issue, either as the owner of land, in this situ- in the situation Ram Barnett just articulated, or the trespasser of land, they need to consult an attorney immediately to determine mm-hmm. What your legal position is? Don't just say, "Well, it's my land," because I've been I've I've been living on it or I've been cutting timber or you know I have a a legal right. Don't say that as a squatter's right or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I really, really uh, react when people come and act like they have some rights when they've been illegally possessing other people's land because mm-hmm. they don't have it. Mm-hmm. But they think they do. Mm-hmm. And so they, we have to make sure that they understand exactly what the position is that they that they have. And if the owner comes and the owner says, well, so-and-so been on my land. So, and, and the first thing that we're going to find out is, well, what have you done regarding your land over the period of time that this person has been occupying your land and or cutting timber down or grazing cattle on your property. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. What about lawsuits on your property? If someone right now can come to your home and uh, going up the steps, or if they go up the steps or whatever, and trip and fall, do your homeowners insurance, hi who, co- who, uh, can the owner of the home be sued?
6: Oh yeah. Okay. This in this situation, this is what the landowners need to understand. You need property insurance, mm-hmm. and property insurance comes in a, a number of forms. If mm-hmm. it's a residence, then you can purchase homeowners insurance. Homeowners insurance is both property insurance and also casualty insurance, mm-hmm. and you need to have an understanding as a homeowner that you have homeowner's insurance and the property part of it allows certain things and the casualty part of it allows certain things and one of the provisions is liability insurance mm-hmm. that the owner the landowner acquires if someone is injured on their property the the injured person can file a claim against the landowner mm-hmm. and if the landowner has the correct insurance, do they have liability coverage uh, to, to uh, on that situation so that the injured person file a claim against the homeowner's insurance and they're able to recover uh, regarding damages that they sustain as a result of being being uh, uh, injured on your home. Now, let me say this. Mm-hmm. That also covers trespass. Okay. A trespasser. I want to say this. You own a home, and you do everything to protect your your home and your property and your family. hmm a, a person breaks in to your home as a burglar, and they injure themselves. hmm They have a claim against you. Mm-hmm. And you have to have insurance, liability insurance, liability coverage. Right. To cover the person who illegally broke into
1: your home. Now I know some people out there. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Somebody break in your house and get hurt and and they can sue you? If
6: they break into your house and they get hurt on your property, they have a claim against you as a trespasser.
1: You got to be kidding. Is, is is that on the books <laughs> come on is that really on the books library yes that's
6: on yes that's on yes that's a as a landowner you have a duty to protect a person who comes onto your property <laughs> they come onto your property illegally and they mm-hmm. and they injured themselves mm hmm they can file a claim against you. And you, your insurance to recover it, that claim as a liability claim.
1: So in other words, you just can't have them locked up and, it's, and that, that's over.
6: Well, if you have, <laughs> have them locked up for a the house, that doesn't have anything to do with them sustaining an injury because they tripped over something on your land while they were illegally.
1: On your land. Well, now that, that 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 that's a tough one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right. Y'all can call me at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You can talk with
2: the attorney, Mister Malcolm Robinson. All righty. Bring me a call. Bring me a call. Yeah, we have a uh, Janice on line one. Janice. Yeah. All righty. Good morning, Janice. Hello.
8: Good morning.
1: <coughs> yes, go right ahead. You're on with Lieutenant Robinson.
8: I was calling because uh, my mother recently passed, and she did not have a will. And she um, had, had a car, so, but she's always said she's leaving the house to her children, and she have four children. So what do we need to do to ensure that the house
6: Stays with us oh, Okay Why uh, do you say that she died without a will that's that's the first yeah. thing so and, and this is in the state of Texas is that correct? That is correct Okay, so she died what was called intestacy and What you would need to do is to file an application um, the the With the probate court and the county where where your mother resides and she has property (coughs) and to get the probate court to declare who her heirs, legal heirs are and once the court declares who the legal heirs are then the heirs are the ones that will be legally entitled to her her assets which, which will can include the property now let me just say that 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 must be done. Because the only way you can acquire a legal title or interest in property that was owned by a deceased person is to be declared a legal heir. And the only way you can be declared an heir is by a probate court. The fact that you are the uh, descendant or the child of the deceased you are not an heir. You are just a descendant. You are entitled to uh, go to the court and request that you become that the court name you an heir because you are a descendant. But you are not an heir, and you are not entitled to the descendant's property, legal title, interest, or anything in the descendant's deceased property unless you are named a legal heir by a court of competent jurisdiction. And that would be a probate court, or a, a, in certain counties, it might be a district court that has probate authority. Oh, cool. All right. Don't, oh, don't cool. just sit back and, and think that, well, uh, since she wanted me to have the house, I have it. No, you do not, and you will lose it. It stays in the deceased person's name uh, until the court takes action or someone else takes action to remove it. But it doesn't go to the deceased persons, children or grandchildren or anything like that unless there's a legal action by a court of competent jurisdiction. That's very important that you understand that. Okay. Now you need to consult with an attorney uh, so you have an understanding of what your legal rights and, and obligations and duties as a result of the fact that your parent or grandparent or whoever became deceased and it's your understanding that they own real property and and so then you consult with an attorney and the attorney will advise you that you will need to uh, file an application for the court to declare you to be a legal heir and Mm -hmm. once you declare to be a legal heir by a court of competent jurisdiction then you are able to uh, exercise and take certain rights which which the attorney will lay out for
1: you Uh, caller do you understand that right now
8: I do, but as, like he said, I will be um, contacting him because All I right.
1: hear what he's saying. But I'm, I want to make sure it's done right. Uh, uh Missy, would you give out your uh, your number and everything, so because yes, right. I'm about to on a break. Okay, Uh, by, uh, by, uh my number is 214 oh. This is my
6: office number, business number two one four nine four one zero seven. 17 Extension 303. Again, it's 214 941 0717 Extension 303. You call my office and you when you leave a message, you leave it on my voicemail, make sure that you leave a complete accurate message. And when I call you back there I'm able to either contact you or to leave a response. On your voicemail, so if you call me, leave a message. Make sure you clear out your voicemail so I can call you back and we will we will talk and go over it. And then, if we need to schedule you to come in for a consultation, we'll talk about it then. And then you can come in and we'll have you bring in certain documents and information, and so that you know exactly what your what your legal rights are.
1: All right. Thank you. You can, y'all can you can reach us at 972-647-1893. We're up against a short break, and we'll be right back. Hey. Yeah,
0: what's up? I'm going to kick it. with You got nothing? Can I kick it? Right Here we go.
1: Well, it's time. All right, we're back, and we're on the air with Attorney Malcolm Robinson. All righty.
2: Let's go on to our phone lines bring premium calls. All right, who do we have? Okay, we have Aiden on uh, line three. Aiden? Aiden. All right. Aiden. All right. Good
1: morning. Good morning, Aiden. Aiden. Hello? Is somebody there? Well, I guess. Seems like I hear somebody. Yes, go right ahead. You're on the air. Okay, uh, Helen, is my name. Oh, Helen. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, go right ahead. Definitely. All
9: right. Uh, good morning to the both of you. Uh, my question is this: uh, Mr. Robinson, Attorney uh, Robinson. Uh, I think a couple of months ago, you brought up a good point about heirs, Mexican and descendants. Could you please clarify that for me? Because it's not making uh, enough sense to me. And then you also just mentioned that when, you know, a person doesn't leave a will, and that, um, and uh, when it, in regards to property, and the, you said the court has to establish, uh, I guess, um, descendants or whatever, whatever. But say that person that is a daughter and, the, and the, the, the father's name is not on the birth certificate. And so, but they are claiming that, okay, I'm this and I'm that. So will the court have to go in and do a DNA on that? Although there, there are other siblings involved and to put everything into a proper perspective, Could you speak a
6: little bit on that? Okay. You covered a lot of. (laughs) of (laughs) Yeah, quite a bit. I'm going to go go over this uh, because, you know, our time will not allow me to go to the extent. Let me just say this. As a person, if you have a child, that child is your descendant. The, the, The fact that uh, it is your child usually established by a birth certificate the birth certificate establishes the fact that the person is your legal child under the code if there's an issue regarding whether the person is your legal child or your biological child then that's when you get into the situation about DNA testing and all establish the fact that the person in question is in fact your biological child. Okay? That's one issue. Now the other issue is once it is established that the person is your child, that person is a descendant under the law because they, they are your legal child. You understand that? Okay? As a descendant They are eligible to be declared an heir to you in the event of your death. They are eligible. They are not an heir by virtue of the fact that they are your child. They only become eligible. Only a court of competent jurisdiction can declare a person an heir. One of the things that they look at is whether or not the person is your descendant. If they if they are your descendant, and that's established under the law, they are eligible to be declared a legal heir. Only when you are declared a legal heir uh, by a court of competent jurisdiction do you re- acquire any right, legal right or no interest in the deceased person's asset. If the person dies without a will then they die in test state, and uh, and their assets will go to their heirs. If the person dies with a will, and it has to be a legal will within the jurisdiction that uh, the state where the the death occurred. if it's a legal will, then the legal will has to be admitted to probate by a court of competent jurisdiction that establish the fact that the legal will has satisfied all the requirements of the law, and it is, in fact, a legal will. Then the court of competent jurisdiction will admit the will to probate. Once the will is admitted to probate, that means the person died testate. They died with a legal will. Then their asset will go to the beneficiary who are named in the legal will? Once the will is admitted to probate by a court of competent jurisdiction, now those are those are certain things that you have to uh, satisfy. It's important that people get consult with an attorney to determine what their rights are under a lot of those scenarios. You don't just assume that. Now, if you decide you want to do a will regarding your asset, then you need to consult with an attorney so the attorney can help you prepare a will that will be able to be admitted to probate upon your demise by a court of competent jurisdiction. You just don't go out or pull from the internet some form and try to fill it out or whatever and say that it's a will. It may not be a will that's legal or admissible, Within the, within the jurisdiction that we're talking about. So you have to consult an attorney. A lot of times people go to an attorneys and they, they thought they had prepared will because they pulled documents from the internet and they come to find out. It's not legal. It can't be admitted to probate. And if it can't be admitted to probate then you're wasting time. So it's better to do it and do it right from the beginning. Understand what your rights are and only get your understanding from an attorney who is licensed in the jurisdiction that you're talking about. That's the only way you get your rights. You do not get your rights off of the internet. You do know you do not get your rights by talking to people that you, you know. You do not get your rights from from any from your parent, grandparents. No one can tell you what your legal rights and obligations are, other than an attorney of competent. Uh, that's that, that the practice in the area that, that you are involved in. So that's very important.
9: Okay, attorney, so can you distinguish between an heir and a next of kin?
6: Okay. The the, the next of kin is a terminology that's used by people because they are born or associated. Uh, with a family member, so they uh, say, next of really has no uh, interpretation under the law. The law in the state of Texas has a statute called descent and distribution, and it outlines the various levels of descent, which also may be referred to by certain people as next of And if you are a let's say, for the sake of discussion, a, a child. Are born to someone and they are your biological parent then you are eligible under the statute of descent and distribution to be, a, uh, to be an heir but you're not an heir you're not an heir you are only a descendant under the laws of descent and distribution in the state of texas because you are you may be legally born and <laughs> You are the biological child of a, of a person or the adopted child of a person. It could be uh, uh, either of those categories, but you're not an heir. You can only be an heir if a court of jurisdiction declares you to be an heir. That's the only way. And only when you become an heir do you acquire certain legal interests and, uh, to property of the deceased person, only when you are declared an heir by a court of competent jurisdiction. That's very important. That's very important. Don't because deco- don't say that you're an heir if you do not have a court order which declares you to be an heir. And I get in this discussion with people a lot of time. I have to have to let them know where they where they stand, and they a lot of people don't like it. In America, you do not have a birthright. You do not become an heir because you are a descendant of a uh, person and they are your biological parent. That does not make you an heir. <laughs> Only court can declare you an heir. Only when you are declared an heir do you acquire certain legal uh, interest and uh, access to a certain legal rights. That's very important.
10: All right. All right. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you so
1: much. Okay. Yeah. You know, uh, I've often wondered myself, will we be going back to the phone lines? But I just have to ask, ask this. What if <clears throat> do you have a certain number of children and they are all in the wheel, but they disagree with what should be done with the property? Uh, what usually comes of something like that?
6: Okay okay uh, let me make sure I understand you do a will is that what you said?
1: Yeah all okay. four in the will. So but
6: the will is a, is a uh, legal will legal legally admissible mm-hmm. and the will is admitted to probate mm-hmm. the the property will go in accordance with the wishes of the of the deceased because they outline them in the will and the persons who are named in the will are beneficiaries. Uh, of the assets of the deceased in the will. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter whether they agree or not. They don't have no say so about your, your, your asset. That's your asset. You, you, you have earned them during your lifetime. You have acquired legal title to them, and mm-hmm. you want to decide what happens to your assets upon your death. That's your decision, and your decision only. And you just have to carry out that decision in a manner which is admissible under the law, in this case, under the laws of the state of Texas. I don't care if all of them disagree; it doesn't matter. They have no rights in this. All they are, maybe, is your biological descendant, But they have no right and no legal interest in your assets unless you t- say that they have legal rights and legal interest in your asset within the will, and the will is admitted to probate. Now, if you do not uh, do a will, or if your will is not legal or admissible to probate, then they can acquire certain rights by the laws of intestacy, because the laws of intestacy say that once a person is declared to be a legal heir, they they can acquire certain legal rights and interests in your assets. And only when they become a legal heir. And that can only be done by the court.
1: Okay. All righty. Let's go back to our
2: phone lines. Uh, who do who we have here? Uh, Mr. T is on the uh, line four. Mr. T? Yep. All righty. Good morning, Mr. T. No, it's
10: Miss T.
1: Misty. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Misty. All right. <laughs>
10: <laughs> All right. I'm reading the State Bar of Texas. Uh... I'm sorry. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Hmm. I'm reading the State Bar of Texas. Disciplinary rule and professional conduct. Can you explain to me the word zealous? What does that mean? Zealous?
6: Okay, let me make sure. You say now what? Uh, say that again.
10: The word zealous. Z is in zebra.
6: How you spell that? Zelous. I think you see. Z e l o u s. Okay, try it one more time, cause
10: he. Z is in zebra. E l o u s.
6: The Okay. Hmm. Zealous. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what are you trying to interpret?
10: What does it mean?
6: Well, how is it used in the condense? Mm -hmm. Does it represent the interest of a client? Is that what you're reading? Yes, sir. Read the sentence. Hello? Hello? Yes,
10: sir.
6: Read the sentence that you're talking about where the word is used. Oh, I mean, I mean you use the you use the word zealous, If I understand it correctly, but the way you are stating it is out of context, so it's hard for me to to determine uh, what you what you the question that you're asking. The, the, the attorney representative of
10: jealous. I'm trying to figure out what did that mean. And he interpret that. Okay, well, read the sentence that that uses the word.
7: Thank you. That's Can you read the sentence that uses Make the word? It's your mm? uh, coffee. It's in the Texas Department,
10: the
6: State okay. Bar, of Texas. Okay, let let me let me try and spe- i won't try and speculate, which is dangerous, but <laughs> I'm gonna try and speculate. There is within the rules of professional conduct, within the State Bar of Texas, a requirement that uh, attorney is supposed to zealously represent the interest of his or her client. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, sir. Okay. And you want to know what zealous representing the interest of your client? Yes. Okay, let me just say this. It means that the the attorney is going to act, one, in good faith and legally under the law and is going to use all his or her Ability uh, under the law to represent, to achieve the objective
1: and the interest of the client. That's kind of like what that means. Uh, 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 attorney uh, Robinson. Yes. And uh, caller, I want you all to hold on. We got to take a short break right now. We'll okay. be back and uh, leave that call on. We'll be back and let you finish answering her, her question. Alright, 972-647-1893 is the number you can reach. For. We'll be right back. Yeah, what's up? It's I'm going to kick it with the mind. Y'all know? It's it's up, can I kick it right here? It's
0: here we go. It's well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fading. All of us have our ups and downs. You better take
1: of- Alright, we are going back to, to uh, Mrs. T. Mrs. T because of our... Uh, the volume of calls uh, because you ask him and we'll try to we'll we'll have to move. All right. Come on, Mrs. T.
10: I'm here.
1: Yes. Well, who was talking? Uh,
6: You were talking uh,
1: um, Malcolm. uh, uh, Were you talking? Yeah. Okay. Go right here. Go ahead and answer. She was
6: asking the question about a word that's included within the Code of Professional Conduct. Uh, and she was asking about zealous, And mm-hmm. so, let me just say this. I don't know if you have a specific question that relates to you, but if you have any question regarding interpretation of any language within, within the Code of Professional Conduct, you can call the <clears throat> State Bar in Texas and present to them what your question is and what your issue is, and they will provide you information in regards to that. So rather than trying to you, uh, ask me what you can ask me I give you my understanding it's best for you to get the official understanding of uh, the word within the from the state bar of Texas now if you have a specific uh, a question in regards to your situation then I can try my best uh, to respond to it well no. okay well I just
10: wanted to uh, Find out exactly what that meant. I understand what you were saying. That uh, the
6: uh, professional lawyer is the one uh, supposed to uh, work with me, go into my situation. Yes. Do you, uh, uh, you have a? Uh, have you retained an attorney to represent you in a matter? No, sir. No. You have not. No, sir okay are you are you planning are you trying to decide whether to retain an attorney to represent you in a matter or advise you yes oh okay so have you talked to the attorney about their interpretation and understanding about zealously representing you no i have not that's what what you need to do that okay you need to talk to the attorney that you are uh uh considering Uh, to represent you and ask them that question and see what their response is because they would be the one that would be uh, representing you and they would be the one that would have an obligation that zealously represents your interest.
7: Okay, thank you so much. All
1: right, thank you so much for calling. Thank you. It clears the line,
2: 972-647-1893. Who do we have next, Pierre? Uh, we have uh, Councilwoman uh, Caroline Arnold on the line one. All righty, bring on. Good morning, Councilwoman.
8: Good morning,
1: Miss uh, Mayor. Well, we appreciate that.
8: We're proud to be serving, of course, as a pro tem. And I take, uh, we're always
4: ready
8: to air calls to the place. Kind of uh-huh. So, this is a
1: to the barrister I want to, if I could find out. Uh, I think we have a bad connection.
6: Yeah, yeah. Can, okay. can you hear? No,
8: she's breaking up. Yeah.
1: Okay. Can you hear me now? I heard the last part of it. I go on and speak. And it might clear it up now. Okay. One of the
8: things
1: about... The- no. No. You're breaking up. Okay,
8: mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay.
6: Is that better? That's better. So be mm-hmm. Once you start talking. Mm-hmm.
8: Okay, quickly, I think some people are intimidated by the cost of preparation, and they need to understand the cost of just, just a ballpark figure of what it takes to provide uh, a legal path for acquisition of their property after death. You know just what does it take to sit down to prep for, the, for a wheel or trust and so the other thing quickly and there's still something that we work on how's my reception now good
4: yeah it's okay. good well
8: mm-hmm. one of the things quickly i wanted to talk about is this we have the city of dallas is constantly providing uh, service to seniors and and others who pretty much 65 and older for home repair. And right now we have a another program that's coming up and the deadline is March 3rd. But once again, it goes back to what the barrister is saying. You have to have ownership, have your deeds, make sure you have your paperwork in order. So we're gonna continue to encourage folks to call in on the program to get understanding and Bears can offer them some steps. But just what does it take to get your Paperwork in order so that you can get it. Like in this case, you, it's hard for you to get home repair if you don't own your own, if you don't own the property. <coughs> so, we're continuing to, to, to tell people to listen to what the barrister is saying about understanding the terminology and understanding the importance of getting a paper that speaks to ownership down the road. We'll trust, whichever the legal format and terminology is, but we can't help you in the city. If we don't have, you know, the people with the right credentials. So once again, March 3rd is the deadline. So if anyone senior that for the senior citizens, if they have a need on interest in the $10,000 assistance maximum, they should call our office and we can give them the direction. Our office is 214 670-0780. And we can direct them to house. Could you give
1: that number one more time?
8: 214-670-0780. And Mr. Bill Foster or either Cindy Hall will respond. But it, it, the time is running short, so we need to and get this word out. Two one four six seven zero zero seven eight zero for home repair up to ten thousand dollars for this thing you repair, uh, program. And last but not least, we have another great activity. Thank you for coming on with, um, Valentine's Day, uh, Mr. Barnett. You were our Valentine, but we have another good family day at mm-hmm. Keith Park, February next Saturday. It's a skating opportunity, ice skating opportunity. will come to Keith Park. It's free. The Dallas Stars, I believe that's the right team. The hockey team are going to work with the kids, work with those who are interested in skating and just having fun on ice. And we will have some ice. It might be fake ice, but it's close enough that you can enjoy and have a have a, have a skating experience. So we're trying to do more in this city, uh, more at Keith Park, more for our families, more things for our seniors. But we've got to take advantage of what we do and uh, what we advocate for in this city is a better quality of life. And also just take advantage of the property taxes and investment that we make. Even folks don't realize that when they put in their sales tax, every time you buy something, a percentage of that sales tax comes back to the city. And on an average, we're making, we're reaching about $20 million from that sales tax that goes into our general fund. And from the general fund, that's how we're able to put programming out, such as senior home repair, such as streets and alleys, sometimes the minor streets and alleys, sidewalks come out of that. But there are a lot of programs that come back because of the sales tax as well as property tax. But I did want to mention those two things. Ownership mm-hmm. of property is very important. And thank you, for, uh, uh, Barrister, for everything we hate. We miss you, but folks need to listen to what you're saying because we're continuing to see a pattern where our seniors are losing their property I'm still dealing with that in the bottom, still trying to help folks with home improvements. And then you find out folks are 89 years old and they're in a house that's owned by someone who's deceased. And then the deceased has the property of the family member hasn't probated the will. And it's been 25 years ago that they died and we can't help them. And they're sitting there with leaky roof falling in floor. So it's a challenge if we don't do what the bear is suggesting, Learn, learn, learn right now, and let's turn this ship around. So thank you for everything that you are doing. We're going to continue to speak power to the the power of the people that we need to use to be able to access resources and have a better quality of life and not sit around and wonder what can be done. We have the power to do so much. And just like you talked about today, folks don't vote. We are quick to complain, but when we don't vote and don't advocate, Then we're continuing to push the agenda in a direction that sometimes we don't want. So thank you for allowing me to share, and we're going to continue to try to empower our community. Oh,
1: thank you, because that was a fantastic uh, event you had on. Valentine's Day, that was just fantastic We we really enjoyed it And I had to get away well, I had an emergency I had to get away early Didn't get a chance to talk to you on the afternoon But thank you Thank you very much
8: Thank you for all that you do And everybody was excited to meet you in person To see you in person too You just don't know what you did for folks so And they were like, wow, he's right here with us so uh, you're the and don't don't really realize the impact that you have uh, on this community and this city and especially those things who were there to say he's with us mm-hmm. and he's not too big to come on down here with us and I tell you what you made a big difference that day. Oh
1: thank you. Thank you very much and I love the people you have some of the nicest people. Yeah, that you work with. I mean, these are nice people.
8: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we do. And just know that many of those folks are listening, and now because they've met you, more will be tuning in because they just love what you're doing, and we got to continue to to support you through the pledges and financially let this program stay on. So may God bless your health and strength, and the same thing to you, Barrister. And let the folks know it doesn't take a whole lot to protect their property, but they've got to have that piece of paper legal document to protect the past, to
1: live forward. Thank you mm. so very much. Y'all have a good day. Thank staff. you. I tell you what, uh, barrister, all of our lines are filled, uh, and if we don't have time for you to uh, take a call and and you don't have time to really give an answer. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, those of you holding on the line, catch us uh, next time, second Saturday in March. I mean, uh, he'll be on second Saturday, Saturday in March. I'm going to cut it off here because we don't have time to take no call. We, uh, thank you. Yes. Okay. Uh, thank, thank yeah, everybody. Will you give out the number again? Give out uh, your number. Two,
6: uh, yes. 214 941 0717, extension 303. Again, that's 214 941 0717 Extension 303. My name is Malcolm Robinson and I am an attorney with the law firm of Robinson and Hoskins. 214 941 0717 Extension 303. Call and leave a message and I will definitely call you back.
1: righty, Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. And uh, you you, you are now in the hands of Brother Pierre.
4: And coming next is The Worker's Beat. We've got to get out of here and got to run. Bye-bye. He said he